Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unrelated Brothers podcast, where there is something for everyone. My name is Josh, and with me is Devon. Devon, what is on today's agenda? Well, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and do a quick recap of John Madden and the impact that he had uh, on our lives since he just passed. And uh, we're going to do a little uh, review for week 16 of the NFL, as well as a preview or our picks on week 17. And to finish the podcast out, uh, looking at what we think about the current structure of the college football playoff uh, and the teams in it. Sounds like a good day. Uh, If you want to start us off on your thoughts on John Madden, that'd be great. So great coach, great sportscaster, you know, passed away at the age of 85. So definitely lived a good long life. Um, Made a great video game. (laughs) I know, you know, you love the, you play Madden a lot, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Actually, for me personally, uh, and I, probably for you as well, and, and most of the people uh, in our generation anyway, I think we would be uh, probably more familiar with him actually for the video game and for yes. what he did, um, you know, in the commentary side of things, opposed to his coaching. Obviously, his coaching is legendary. Uh, Ten seasons with the Raiders, one Super Bowl, never having a losing record. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, what he did in the booth uh, was was really bring energy at a very high level to every game. And I think he could talk about so many things in a way that it was relatable to, you know, moms, dads, sons, daughters, you know, of all ages and, and such. So, um, you know. I, I wasn't around for him, but I've even heard, you know, he was a great spokesperson for, for commercials, uh, specifically his Miller light apparently was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Madden growing up, I, I think the first Madden I can remember playing, uh, was, I believe it's 2001 <coughs> with, uh, with Eddie George on it. Hey, um, same here. You know, so, so I played that with my cousin, very competitive, uh, as well as like, you know, WWE 2001 or something. I, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You ever, you know, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So uh, good stuff there. Um, wish him and his family obviously all the best, and um, just just really unfortunate. Like you said, I think he lived a, a long, healthy life. Um, and if you hadn't watched uh, the All Madden segment, he had he had just finished out. Uh, you know, I think about Christmas. Uh, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. I think that'd give you a little bit more insight if you're not familiar with the guy. So. Yeah. You know, there's one thing I don't think many people know about me is actually my dream job. And I don't know why, but I've always enjoyed it. My dream job growing up was uh, broadcast or sports casting, you know, doing doing sports games and stuff and uh, watching him. It was, uh, it was a real treat. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, I, I think it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, me personally, it wasn't the same, but um, I, I have heard that a lot, actually. I have, uh, there's a guy uh, I, I had heard a bit on the radio just uh, today or yesterday actually saying that uh, he is currently an illustrator, and, and when he was a kid, uh, what got him into illustrating is he remembered John Madden uh, illustrating plays on the chalkboard and that actually is what got him into drawing which is is a crazy thought but uh that's that's, yeah that's what he thought so um 
but uh, but yeah, I think if uh, if you're ready to go ahead and tackle the uh, the review for week 16, um, we can go ahead and you know lead a uh, lead it right off with the uh, San Francisco Tennessee game if you'd like or yeah. Let's see, Titans beat them by three. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think that game was probably a little closer than a lot of people thought. Um, I'm I'm really not sure what to make of either team because on one hand, hand I'm sure that you would agree with me like you know Derrick Henry uh, probably makes or breaks the Tennessee Titans actual playoff run yes um, yeah and the Niners are I don't I just don't <clears throat> think they're legitimate I think if they get in they're they're a, they're a one game exit um, so you know I I, I just I, I don't think I can see them going very far and but um I think the injuries is really what's getting San Francisco right now, especially in their backfield. Like you never know what running back's going to play each week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a team that, uh, that, you know, I think circles the running game is one of the biggest things that they want to make as a contributing point to, uh, to, to have the leading rusher in the game uh, have 45 yards. Um, it, it, it just isn't going to get the job done. I mean, that's, you know, in December and January football, you need guys, you need to, you need to be cracking a hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. You need to be winning that time of possession. And, you know, 45 is just, uh, just very, very uh, anemic. Um, I think uh, Debo Samuel, absolute stud. Uh, I think AJ Brown, absolute stud, but um, really out of the rest of those teams, I mean, there's not, there's not a lot. I mean, obviously you have George Kittle and, uh, and on the defensive side for Tennessee, you have, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, but um, you know, there's, there's not a lot otherwise that I'm super excited about moving forward for them currently this year, at least. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think for me that wraps that up. I, I, I don't think there's too many questions going forward there. Um, what, uh, <laughs> obviously probably a sore subject here, you being a bears fan, I'm a Packers mm-hmm. fan. So, uh, so that's <laughs> good for me, but, uh, but what did you think about the green Bay Cleveland game? It was closer than I thought. Yes. Even though I'm a bears fan, the Packers, are uh, pretty stud this year. They're, uh, they're legit, but to put leave that close of a game with the Browns. The Browns, they don't have it. Did anybody even play for them this past week? That was a you know a normal starter. Uh, I mean, like Nick Chubb and stuff, but but yeah, I mean, I think their offensive line. I think they were missing some pieces. Uh, I know on their defense, I don't think they had like Clowney and and you know, uh, I think maybe Greedy Williams or somebody was out with COVID as well. So I know, I know they were missing. Uh, quite a quite a few pieces. I I don't know if Jervis Landry had even played. So uh, uh, he did, according to NFL.com. He he had four receptions for fifty five yards. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, really, it looks like there was a lot. They did have a lot of stars. I was thinking this week they had a lot of people out with COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, anymore now, week to week, who who knows? Right? It, it is hard to keep up with it. I do have to say that is one thing that has struggled with this year is like you, I can't lose keep track of who's in each week. Right, right. And, you know, actually something interesting, uh, I remember you had mentioned before, and, you know, we double checked and every, everything is that uh, so so now uh, moving forward, uh, whether you are vaccinated or unvaccinated, uh, five days from a positive test, uh, you can actually come back now, regardless of, uh, it, you know, the test uh, or, or any of those type of things, five days now, it used to obviously be 10. 
um, or if you were vaccinated, you could uh, come back on two negative tests. But uh, now it's only five days. They're letting them. They're letting them go, and I think you're going to see some some things like that moving forward. Yes. Um, it, it'll it'll definitely be interesting now uh just to just to finish us out there uh i think um you know i i i'm not terribly terribly shocked that the game was close actually uh because of the fact that um the packers really couldn't stop the ravens running game and they really struggled obviously <clears throat> against the uh the browns giving up 8.8 yards a carry which is just you know nutty uh to think about but yeah. um it is nick chubb though yeah, yeah, he absolute beast. Um, and I and I think really, um, you know, his one twenty six on the ground was pretty impressive. And then I think you know moving forward, uh, I just think that the Packers are kind of that team right now that um, they just know how to win close games. You know, you you kind of when you get to the end of the game, you don't you don't so much look for them to lose the game. You're kind of waiting for them to get an interception, get a fumble, get you know something, or or even if they do let up a score, you're kind of you know inevitably being like, oh yeah, here comes another Aaron Rodgers hail mary to win the game, or or uh, yeah, uh, you know a, a another fantastic drive to set up a, a last second field goal to win it. You know what I mean? That's just that's just the way the year has uh, feeling, um, and and you know tying it in. I think that kind of started for me uh, when they played Arizona. So, um, you know, Arizona being the next next game here, we're going to talk about. Um, man, since they played Green Bay, three and four, uh, really just uh, falling apart at the seams. And um, DeAndre Hopkins is potentially out for the rest of the year might come back if they make it to say the Super Bowl, which you know, in a way, it's looking probably not. But uh, yeah. But but against against the Colts um, with the new protocol, do you think they're going to get Carson Wentz back? I mean, because that seems like that'd be a pretty big deal. Yeah, I think he'll come back. They need him to come back to you know make sure they get into the playoffs. And are they in the playoffs? The Cardinals oh. currently. Oh, the Cardinals! I thought you were talking about the Colts. Or yeah, 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 the Colts. You know, my apology. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think the uh, I think the Colts currently. Uh, I think they're currently locked in. Um, but I can double check that if you'd like. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think Jonathan Taylor. Um, you you know, he he really is to me where the team you know kind of starts and finishes everything. Uh everything they want to do and everything they're currently doing. Um, I mean, would you agree with that or what, what's your take? Yeah. Jonathan, he, you give him the ball, he's going to, he's scoring almost, it feels like every time, but I know that's not the case, but he's such a good runner at a young age that very you would think he's yeah, very, yes, very explosive. Yes. It's like he, he reads everything good, but when you got an offensive line, like he does, it's pretty easy to do as well. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think, you know, he almost has like a Chris Johnson, Jamal Charles feel to him where like, like you were saying, I mean, it feel, feels like just every run, you know, it, it could be, could be, you know, could be the one, right. You know, yeah. So, um, definitely. I think Phil puts a lot of pressure on the defense. Um, and, and by the way, they are currently in the fifth seed, so they're not locked in, but currently, yeah, they, they are a, a playoff team. And, um, and I think, I think they're definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, you know, then you get uh, Detroit and Atlanta, um, 20 to 16. Neither team 
um, really relevant. I mean, let's call it what it is. Uh, and, you know, a game that was probably a little bit more interesting to me for other reasons was Baltimore and Cincinnati. Um, God, how good is Joe Burrow? How good is, uh, how good is that Cincinnati offense, right? He has surprised me when he got hurt last year. I didn't know what to expect when he come back this year, but he is, and he, he's, it's just like he was in college. He's just legit. He is great quarterback. Yeah. I think, you, uh, you, you know, what really sticks out about him to me probably <laughs> is uh, so, so he has a swagger about him. And, you know, I think that uh, I think he's, he's a good leader. Uh, I like what he has to say in some of his press conferences, uh, a little bit edgy, um, like, you know, Wink Martindale uh, had said something that, you know, wasn't even that important. It was just kind of saying that, you know, we're not going to give him a gold jacket yet, you know, in, in regards to something he was asked when comparing him to, to, to Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams, you know, and, um, you know, Joe threw for 525 on him. Yeah, and kind of took uh, that to heart, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, in his, in his presser, in his presser, he's, you know, he was asked, he, you know, when you were throwing those last couple yards, when you're up to, you know, two scores, uh, was that anything to do with it? And he, he said it, it might've been on his mind. Didn't, didn't say it was, but he said it might've been. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I like that swagger about him. Um, and Cincinnati, you know, they've got a little bit of, uh, this thing where it just seems like they always have, two or three good receivers. I mean, even when I was growing up, I can rem- uh, remember, you know, Ocho Cinco and TJ. Yep. Yep. TJ and Corey Dillon and Carson Palmer and stuff. And, and, you know, now uh, even a couple of years ago, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, mm. Eifer, you know, uh, and, and here again, you know, three uh, really good, you know, T Higgins uh, again, Boyd and now Jamar Chase um man yeah we will uh we'll have to get back to them uh because we gotta you know keep keep up with the uh, review here but but god i can't wait to to get into their uh their matchup with the chiefs here this next week i'm i'm definitely circling that one on the calendar but yes um man uh, the rams um was it just me or did it feel like matt stafford didn't really want to win that game i mean it felt like he was just he was just throwing picks every chance he could get. Um, and, and, you know, obviously not quite true, but, um, man, three interceptions for what's supposed to be a game-changing quarterback um, just isn't going to get it done in the playoffs. You know what I so mean? So I had him starting in one of my fantasy leagues that I'm almost in the champ. I am in the championship now, but I started Stafford over Kyler Murray. And, you know, the meme where it's like you got this poke in the stick that says do something. That's how I felt with Matt Stafford because he was not doing what I wanted him to do. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. Uh, Yeah. And, and, you know, I think the interesting thing is uh, so Stafford was actually uh, I believe it. You know, the thing was, is he was. Oh, and 11 prior to. to that game when he, you know, had thrown multiple interceptions, he is mm-hmm. now, you know, one and 11. Um, but, uh, but God, what a, what a stat. I mean, that's, that's pretty big. And, and, you know, you don't expect that when you have a, a stud quarterback come in, um, and I, you know, I remember at the beginning of the year, you know, especially if you remember the first play of the first game that they played and Stafford, you know, throws that, 
I don't know, 60 plus yard bomb and they score right away first play. And everybody's like, Oh man, this is what they, this is what yep. they brought him in for <clears throat> Stafford for MVP and all that. And um, man, not even in the conversation. I mean, really just kind of pedestrian. I mean, having a good season, but you know, really nothing over the top. <clears throat> um, I didn't expect it from him this year. I don't know why I, I, I was kind of a doubter, but uh, he proved me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, kind of the funny thing is, is Matt Stafford to me is kind of like the Vikings, you know. Um, Vikings look phenomenal at times. Stafford looks phenomenal at times. Yeah. And then there's the other times. I mean, just flat out uh, borderline unwatchable. I mean, just. I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, and, you know, I mean, this is, you know, for you and for me, I mean, we're all so very familiar with the Vikings and with Stafford for that matter, but yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't really know. I don't really know what it is, but God, the Vikings just never seem to be able to get it done when they need to. I mean, um, another season, probably, uh, probably Zimmer's last in my opinion, um, you know, I, I'm sure he'll get another another job as either a DC or or even a you know a head coach at some point. But um, yeah, I, I just I don't know what it is about him. They just can't seem to get it done, and uh, it's. You, th- you think it's their team. defense? Because I feel like they've got the weapons on offense. Do you think it's their defense? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the Vikings beat the teams they're supposed to, and I, I feel like they lose to the teams that are real contenders right now um at least right now in years past i thought they've had better teams and again they've still you know fallen short but right um but yeah it's, it's, it's just hard to say but um but yeah i mean I, I think kind of kind of rounding that out um i think kirk cousins was more impressive than i thought he would be in that game but he's had an up and down year good at times again bad at times at others um and in, in, in big games, big situations, you got to have a big time quarterback, uh, which the Buffalo Bills have. Um, Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills have a fantastic quarterback, and uh, and I think they're really looking at uh, being able to finish things up and, uh, you know, probably went out on that division. Um, not 100% sure how, how things are looking, you know, with COVID and injuries and, and, and things, but I think being able to win at Foxborough, especially after they had beaten him so badly before is, you know, probably pretty big, uh, probably pretty big confidence booster for them. So um, I think, I think they're a playoff team uh, interested to see what they do getting healthy, obviously, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they had lost Tredavious White and stuff, and um, and that was a big blow. But their their secondary is still one of the best in the league. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think that's you know that's important. Um, the run defense, you know, just a big question mark. Uh, you know, they remind me of the Packers a lot. Just a big question mark. Um, if they can if they can tie it together, if they had a little bit more veteran mm-hmm. presence, I think they could tie some of those some of those late games. Um, tie them up and, 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 you know, be able to put the nail in the coffin. So yeah, um, that's, that's kind of the way I'm looking. Um, Jacksonville and New York. Um, I mean, again, kind of, kind of uh, unimportant, <clears throat> impressive game from Trevor, impressive game from uh, Zach. Uh, 
that's a fight for who wants the top pick in the draft that there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ironically enough, you know, Jacksonville obviously just had it and uh, you know, the odds are they probably end up getting it again, um, which is yeah. kind of nutty. I'd, I'd, I'd asked to look at that, but I, I got to imagine as bad as Detroit's been in my lifetime, they've probably, uh, they've probably been back to back first overall picks or even Cleveland for that matter. Uh, yeah. Both, both, both have obviously had bad days and seen better. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes, but uh, New York and Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia is turning into quite the juggernaut on the ground and, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I, I, I don't know what to make of them really, but I believe I'll have to double check it, but I believe they play the Cowboys. Maybe it is in, uh, in week 18. So I'm definitely interested to see how that game plays out because mm-hmm. I think if my memory serves correct, I think people were saying that if Philadelphia were to win their next game, uh, and potentially win or lose the the game after that, depending on who else wins and you know and and all that type of stuff. I think people were saying that there's a potential that Philadelphia will play Cowboys and then they'll play also in the first round of the playoffs, uh, unless the Packers lose and and the and the uh, <clears throat> the Cowboys were to get the one seed. But um, yes, uh, Miles Sanders got hurt this game, but man, they've got yeah, yeah. Boston, I think Boston Scott and do what I, I I said. Yeah, I think uh, I think they said that he broke his hand. Yes, I believe so. But man, they've got backup running backs to just fill in the spot and just it's like they never miss a beat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, <laughs> like I said, definitely impressive. Got a lot of guys to tote the rock and uh, having a running quarterback uh, who, who you know, does do a little bit of throwing, but, you know, a primarily running quarterback, I think, does uh, help them quite a bit. And, um, you know, it's it, like I said, they're just an interesting team to me because. Um, I, I, I just don't know what to make of them. Obviously, if they get into a really windy or really snowy game, they're just going to be in a situation where uh, it really feeds into their favor. But if they have to go, mm-hmm. like, like I was saying, a game one have to go into Dallas in a dome, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard to say because obviously the fatigue of the season weighs on the players, but I, I don't know. You know, obviously you lose the, uh, the weather element, but, right. um, you know, we'll see. And then, you know, Tampa is kind of another one of those teams that I think fits into a really interesting team category for me because um, at this point they're really, really depleted, but, uh, but they still got Tom Brady and uh, still got, leading the way. Right. And I think that anybody would argue at this point, you know, anything could happen. So, mm-hmm. um, but they, they select Carolina. Um, Carolina is Oof, something. Uh, that it, it, quarter, it's, it's a barn fire. I, that I quarterback you. situation is awful. No, I think I think the whole team at this point is just awful. I just I just yeah. don't know. They don't have defense isn't showing up. Offense isn't showing up. I mean, they have tons of weapons offensively. It's like McCaffrey left, and and all the other pieces of the offense, all the other pieces of the team suddenly couldn't work. And I I just don't understand it. I mean, as much talent as they have on that roster, I I I just. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah so, um, but uh, speaking of talented rosters, Los Angeles Chargers dropping one to Houston. I mean, whew, that is wow. That was probably and it shock was of the it weekend. was a it was a beatdown. It was a yes. beatdown. 
Yes. It wasn't even that close. Uh, and Herbert, I, th- I want to say, threw two pick sixes. I mean, yeah, I, it's I, not like him. Uh, well, it's it's not like him, and it's it's just it's just not winning football. I mean, it's just you know that's a team where their defense is really terrible. Their coach, you know, was part of the Rams last year, who was the number one defense in the league, and. You know, I believe they have quite a quite a few pieces. Maybe not to be the top defense, to, but to be one of the worst defenses. Um, I, I, don't know. I don't know. It's just really puzzling. I mean, Bosa was out that game, you know, due to COVID. But I mean, when he's in there, they're definitely a defense. Different. Uh, sorry, definitely a different defense, but still not even close to what you would think. Not even close. No. no. Uh, Chicago, though, uh, speaking mm-hmm. of the beloved there, yes. st- stealing, stealing a win there. Uh, you know, how'd you feel about the uh, Snow Globe game? It was good. I actually did watch a little bit of it. That's the first game I got to watch in a while of them. But uh <clears throat> felt like we ran the ball well. Um, Nick Foles, he played a good game. He... Foles is the savior. <laughs> eh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's long-term, but. A lot. He did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, what uh, What's the over under in your opinion of uh, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson? Is that is that is that it, or you know? It's kind of looking like it. Everything I'm hearing about it's this could be their last two raw together. Yeah. But I, I mean, uh... Pete Carroll, he's 70 years old, I believe. He's getting up there in age. I mean, how much longer can you keep going? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I remember the video uh, just what two years ago of him taking his shirt off when DK Metcalf had come in. So I think he's he's still lively. Uh, I oh, think no with, doubt about it. I think with their success they've had in years past to have one losing season during your uh, tenure there, I, I think he'll stay at least one more year. But um, but yeah, it's, even it's, if it's, even it's if yet. Wilson leaves. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, again, it would just be hard, hard pressed because I mean, we're not going to talk about this today. We just don't have the time. But um, yeah. I mean, we we don't know what's even going to happen with a guy like Watson. You know, what if Wilson left and Watson came in? You just, you know what I mean? You True. just never know. So, um, but yeah, just kind of wrapping this up, a little speed round here. Uh, Casey, I mean, they just absolutely whooped up on Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. uh, Las Vegas. I, I want to say pretty much knocked Denver out of the playoffs, which um, mm-hmm. at this point, Denver was Denver was on their last legs. All they really have is a defense. And um, and in 2021, the game is just too geared towards offense. You got to be able to put up points. And it's, then Dallas, I mean. Shellacking. Just, just, just a whooping. Killed them. Killed them. Yeah. Um, same thing it didn't really. take long either. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was it was it was brutal. I, I yeah. I it mean, was over in the first quarter, it. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could, couldn't even really watch it. That's you know reminded me of a college game when when Alabama is playing one of those uh, FFCS schools or something. You know. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Miami. Um, I mean, Ian Book at quarterback for New Orleans. It was just unfair. It it, it was just unfair. So. Um, but, uh, but yeah, kind of, you know, moving past that here, uh, just do, you know, kind of some rapid fire uh, predictions here. Um, I'll take Buffalo over uh, Atlanta. Uh, what about you with the, uh, with the bears in New York? You going with the, uh, the beloved there? Or? I will actually, I believe they have 
the capabilities to get that one done. I just do New York. They're they're struggling. Uh, yeah, and it's at <laughs> Chicago, so. Right. Um, now I'm going to kick a couple games down here, and then I'm going to come back up to that Kansas City uh, Cincinnati game, just because, like I said, I, I think that one's kind of circled for me. So uh, Miami at Tennessee, I think Tennessee takes that one. Mm, see, um, I don't. I think that for me, that's upset. Uh, I'm taking Miami. Really? Well, eight, eight I mean, Miami, row. yeah, I would say Miami is on fire. So, you know, I do definitely get that. Um, I just think, you know, for me personally, that I think – with AJ Brown and, and the boys coming back and playing as well as they did, um, you know, last week against the Niners, who I think are every bit as good as the the Miami defense. Uh, I, I just think I just think they're going to be able to you know move the ball enough. Where where Miami, I just think I think they just dink and dunk it. Really, they don't they don't press you down the field. They don't trust Tua enough, and it reminds me a lot of watching Bill Belichick, who he's he's pretty much handcuffed Mac Jones. So, um, but uh, but you taking the uh, taking the Colts over over the Raiders, I imagine. Yes, I am. I think they run right through the Raiders all the way to the W. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'd be interested to see if Wentz doesn't play. Uh, that might be a little bit more questionable, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is that offense to me, so um, mm-hmm. everything really rides and, and, and goes with him. So um, I think New, Eng- New England smashes Jacksonville, yes. um, Tampa. I mean, Tom's owned New York his entire career. So it, it continues. Yeah, what's what's mm-hmm. different about this week? Um, yes. And then Washington, God, they're spending more time fighting each other on the sideline than, than you know, <laughs> putting putting any real heart in the game. So I gotta imagine uh, Philadelphia runs right through them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, God, Baltimore, um, the Rams at Baltimore. Even if Lamar plays, do you think they have a chance? They, yeah, uh, Hun- the way Hundley played last uh, time he started, it was it was almost as good, if not better, than Lamar, but. Uh, so if he he keeps that up, then yes, they have a chance. But if he don't, then no. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, can, I definitely feel similar. But I think, I think it'll depend on their defense I, the, the more than their offense. Well, I I think the Rams with with Donald and um, with Ramsey specifically, I just think they just have they have the ability with a team like that that's that's missing pieces to just key in on the next guy up. And I think, you know, the other D linemen can kind of hang back while uh, Donald seemingly crushes the pocket, whether he's guarded by two or three guys. So um, I just think that's a bad matchup for Baltimore either way. Yeah. Uh, Taking the Chargers over Denver as well. Um, Again, I just think Denver's Denver's on their last legs. I just don't think they have anything left. So. Mm-mm. Um, San Francisco, I would imagine, uh, it'll be Trey Lance, I believe, uh, against Mills. So a little yeah. rookie, rookie duo there, uh, that, that ought to be interesting to watch. I could see that being an upset, but I don't think it will happen. And then kind of, um, another game to circle there, uh, man, Dallas and Arizona, I'm going to take Dallas, but I think the way Arizona plays will be very, very uh, foreboding for their playoff run. I think if they 
I think if it's close or if they do end up winning it, I think there's a lot of good to be had. I think if they get blown out or lose, I think their season's over. I think they're a one and done if they lose badly, if they lose badly, sorry. Um, But uh, New Orleans and Carolina, um, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really know. I would imagine New Orleans on that one. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine so, but that's just a tough one because both teams just got blown out and both teams are just, say, you know, kind of the same thing as like Washington and Denver and stuff. They're just on their last legs. I think a lot of pretender teams are are kind of on their way out and people know it. So um, that, you know, that's a game again, it's just not a lot there. Same thing really with Seattle and Detroit, two two teams that are on the playoffs. I mean, uh, you know, if you're not a fan of that team, you're probably really not watching that game. So um, Green Bay, Minnesota coming into Green Bay. Uh, I've read it's supposed to be like negative three on kickoff. So uh, I think it's I think it's going to be an old school Smash Mouth game. And uh, I think it's you got to love be... those cold games, especially oh, yeah. in Lambeau. Oh yeah, historic. I mean, it's 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 just a magical place to be. But um, I will take a big day from AJ Dillon, and I will take Green Bay twenty one to minnesota 17 close game uh scores closer than the game will actually be though in my opinion and then um man potentially ben roethlisberger's last game uh at heinz field man what a career yeah yeah uh hall of famer for sure Um, oh yeah really i think played the game different than a lot of modern quarterbacks i think he was a bit of throwback in that way um but man yeah just just seemed like he was always breaking free of, of a sack and making a big play yeah. and um and pittsburgh i mean in his tenure after his first couple of years anyway just seemed like they always had a a good group of receivers, whether it was Plexical Burris and, you know, Antonio Holmes and yeah. And Heinz Ward and uh, Mike Wallace. And I mean, the list goes on and on, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think Cleveland is having a bad year when I thought they were going to have a really good year. And I think it continues. I think uh, I think Ben's last game. I think they. I think they get it done. I do. I do too. I think team pulls together for Ben, and they come out with that one. Yep. Yep. I agree. So uh, just just going back to the game I had, I had talked about before. Uh, man, Joey B versus Pat Mahomes. Um, My I game think, of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My <clears throat> game of the week as well. Uh, I think that. I think if if it's close or if it's close and the Bengals win, I think it's like a we have arrived type of game. I know people were saying that about the Bengals uh, when they barely lost to the Packers. But the thing about that game is if Mason Crosby didn't miss, you know, two or three field goals, which he never does, it was just a, f- a fluke type of game. You know, that game is not even as close as it would have been. So this – you know, in, in conference even more so too, you know, because you're probably more likely to see these guys multiple times in your career. Whereas green Bay, they may only play them, you know, four times, you know, for his whole career or something, but, um, but yeah, with 
Chiefs defense, though, <clears throat> they've been phenomenal this year. They have like, uh, yeah, after like after like week five or six or something, yeah, they really picked it up. The start of the year, they weren't, but um, Spags is God. He's a phenomenal uh, defensive coordinator, and um, I, I'm just super interested to see. I think. I think it's really going to be like a like a 31-38 type of game. I think you'll see lots of scoring. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, my question is who's guarding Jamar Chase? I mean, everybody always says who's guarding Tyreek Hill, but who's guarding Jamar Chase? And if and, and you know, if if somebody is guarding Jamar Chase, who's guarding T Higgins? Who's guarding exactly. Tyler Boyd? Who you know, if you're Who's going to cover Mixon? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know that's that's the that's the what's crazy about it. And then on the flip side, you know, the Bengals, I just feel like match up really well, uh, which, you know, I'm going to take them in the upset, by the way. But, um, yeah, I got I think really the Bengals front four have a really, really high chance, in my opinion, to be the difference in this game. You know, I think it, they could contain or at least get to Mahomes a couple times. And I think that if they get behind – uh, I think the Bengals, I, I just think they win in a shootout. I really do. Like I said, a 38-31 type of game. And it's, you know, it's in Cincinnati. Um, so I just, I just think everything's leaning towards them. I think I think they can get the job done. So I will actually take the Chiefs. I will not take the upset on this one. The Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs get their weapons back on offense. I think they pull it together. You uh, you think you know you know just uh, finishing out on that on that thought here, you think the Chiefs are running to the Super Bowl then? Yes, I do. I think once the playoffs comes, they figure out their. I don't know. Their offense hasn't been the same this year as years past. I don't know what's the difference, but uh, I think they figure it out when they get to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, so kind of you know finish us out here. Uh, you know we have. Obviously, the first game is going to be Alabama versus Cincinnati. In uh, the second game, obviously, Michigan uh, versus Georgia. And, you know, first of all, I just want to say, I, I really, you know, I really think a six or seven team format is a better choice. Um, and I just think that because, you know, I think Michigan matched up really well against a team like Ohio State, but I yeah. think but I think Ohio State matches really well against other teams as well. You know, we're like Michigan versus Georgia. Like I think actually Michigan and Georgia is a very interesting matchup because Georgia has a fantastic D line, especially their interior, and Michigan is a power run style team. So it's just you know those are like two strengths going against. You know, it's the old immovable object versus the you know. Right. Uh, you know, unmovable force or, or, or however that goes. But, um, you know, on the flip side, Cincinnati and Alabama, same same story, really. You know, the best cornerback in the nation, in my opinion, uh, Gardner, will be able to probably one-on-one against a guy like Jesse Williams. And, um, and it's just going to be – really how much can Bryce Young find his other targets, in my opinion. I don't think Williams will have a big game. I think, you know, he's looking at three, four, maybe five catches, but I think he's only looking at, you know, 40 to 60 yards even then, no touchdowns probably. I don't think Gardner's given up a touchdown in like 30-something games. So, um, 
I, I just think that's really interesting. I think I think that the <clears throat> I think Cincinnati will probably be able to run it. Not maybe great, but I think they will be able to run it. And I'm really just kind of unsure about Desmond Ritter and what he'll be able to do. I think he's kind of the X factor. Whereas, you know, I think in the Michigan-Georgia game, I think that's a lot more of a <clears throat> a grinded out old school affair where, you know, it's probably, oh man, I don't know, 14 to 17 or 10 to 17, something like that. Yeah. Um, I will take Cincinnati and Michigan. I'm going to d- go for the double upset here just to kind of kind of be contrarian and, and, you know, do everything. But I think, uh, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think, you know, um, a lot of times I think the sec is toted as, Oh, it's the best conference all the time. And um, while, while I make that comment, I just want to also point out that uh, the sec actually has lost uh, let's see, one, two, three, and let's see here, four. I think they're I think they're one and four in bowl games, if, <laughs> if I'm looking at that correctly. So, um, <laughs> best conference, right? So, oh, actually, I missed one. So they're uh, they're actually uh, it looks like what one and five. Or no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. I apologize. It'd be what one and six, I believe, actually. So, so my, you know, my bet on that. But, but again, uh, you know, best conference. So, um, give yeah, me think, Michigan and Alabama. Yeah, I would not mind seeing that either. Um, back to back to the original point, real real quick before we wrap it up. Um, yeah, I think I think I would have really liked to see this year, especially with the COVID stuff. Even last year would have been a great year to do it, but. Um, I would not have minded at all seeing, you know, Baylor get in, seeing Ohio State get in, seeing mm-hmm. Notre Dame get in. Um, you know, uh, I think more from a standpoint, like I said, like seven or eight teams and, you know, teams like Cincinnati and Alabama or something could have could have gotten a bye week or something because they're the top two teams or whatever. You know, Cincinnati was undefeated. They ranked fourth because of strength of schedule. But I think if you're undefeated, I think you should be ranked one. Uh, obviously, that's a separate argument. And they weren't going to be because, um, you know, the way the numbers match up is who you play. So, you know, Correct. Georgia and Alabama weren't going to play in back-to-back weeks. They just weren't going to make that happen. No. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I really, really am interested to see going forward how, how they deal with this in the in years coming. Um, because I just, it's not that I wouldn't say that I'm going to be satisfied, but I think, they're leaving a lot on the table. And I, I think I can also say for a lot of people, um, you see a lot of kids opt out for the bowl games anymore. And I, I feel like even as a fan, like the bowl games never feel that important to me. You know, even no. some of the big, bigger ones, you know, even if they're, you know, against a good team or whatever, it's like, oh, yeah, it's it's competitive or whatever. But, you know, they don't really reach uh, the level of uh, what the NFL is doing. Like, I mean, look at this year in the NFL. Um it's the most competitive and the most parody that there's probably ever been. And, you know, in college football, uh, I think part of what steers a lot of people away is, is just that, you know, the lack of parody often. So 
Um, well, I mean, take tonight, for example, you had Pittsburgh and you had Michigan State, which, you know, looked like it was a good game, but I didn't have any desire to watch it. No, it no. Just a, it's another bowl game. Yeah. And I, and, and, you know, the other thing is, you know, just again on that, um, you know, Michigan State won, but Pittsburgh's uh, starter, Pickett, opted out for one. Secondly, mm-hmm. You know, even after that or, you know, even beyond that, uh, adding in their second string quarterback, uh, I believe it was in the first quarter, hurt his collarbone. So they were down to the third string quarterback in Michigan State, barely one. So uh, just, you know, not great. But, you know, I agree with you. Just it's just, it's didn't didn't drag me. I actually um, I had seen something on Twitter and I, I realized the game was on and I, I, I kind of it dawned on me oh yeah it's bowl season you know I, I i watch week to week on a saturday i watch college football i watch it you know from the time it starts till the time it ends but bowl season is just i don't think it's for everybody personally so no, i don't think it is either i mean i'm a kentucky guy kentucky wildcat fan and so i'm excited about tomorrow's game or i'm sorry saturday's game against iowa but you know kentucky's not in it all the time like that so i guess that's a little different for me for somebody like you who's an Ohio State guy, you guys are always in it. So unless you're in the championship, you probably don't care, do you? Uh, this year, specifically playing Utah and stuff, I, I'm interested to see how it goes just because I feel like as a conference, the pack, uh, you know, it's it's it seems, I don't want to say forgotten, but it, it's just not been that competitive in years past. I mean, obviously Oregon beat us earlier this year, which is why we did, couldn't make it into the, you know, the – the top set of games but um i mean a lot of things happen in that game that i you know it is what it is you know i i I can't say a lot i mean i don't think if they played again you know and some people say well you were at the shoe and it's just like yeah you're you're right but i i just think i think early in the season too playing big schools is fun but i think if that the team that loses is is penalized heavily, where at the end of the year that team's usually a lot different too. So, yeah. um, you know, but but yeah, if uh, if you want to go ahead and take us away, uh, you know. yeah. So yeah, that, that covers everything today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and let us know how we did. Whether it's good or bad, every little bit helps to make us better. So thank you, and everybody have a great day.